Hello and welcome to the Villa Park Podcast. It's me, Rich, and I am back with my main man, Kev, and Martin will be joining us very, very soon for a little bit of a anything goes show, I guess. Um, questions are already flying in. Comments are already flying in. We've got a bit of Villa news to catch up on across the week. Um, just rounding up the kind of news shows that I've been doing that have been going down really, really well. Can't thank you all enough for the support that you've given us. Um, bit of housekeeping before we kind of get into the show. Kev, we are literally um, 144 subscribers away from 2,000. We I mean, are and 1,856 1, subscribers as it stands. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. So, yeah. I know, I know, I know. We keep saying it, but like this time last year, we had about 20. So it is, it is mad, but thank you all for your support. Please hit that like button as you're coming in. We've already got 30 people watching. If you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. We we obviously do our live shows. We obviously do our um, our roundup shows and talking tactics when the season started. I've actually got a show coming up with Gareth very soon. So loads on the channel. Do hit the subscribe button. Your support means everything to us and help us get to 2K. It'll be absolutely phenomenal. And if you do want to join um, and become an official Villa Park Pod follower, it's only one ninety nine a month. I've pinned the link in the chat at the top, or you can hit the dollar sign at the bottom. Um, and as I um, mentioned that, I have got a special members-only competition. Um, so we have 13 members as it stands. Um, we're going to have this competition running for the next couple of weeks. So you've got a couple of weeks to join. And um, I have, from our friends at the Aston Brewing Company, I have three sets of the beer mat editions um, that I have taken my pictures. You'll you'll love my camera skills here. You'll love a certain beer mat there, Kev. Um, mm. Mr. Leon Bailey, Leon's Lager. We've got Daly's Dazzler. We've got Little, Brian Little. We've got the Scottish Cafu. We've got Conza. We've also got Melberg. We've got Martinez. McGinn. McGrath, McGinn. Um, we've got Yorkie, uh, Rambo, um, uh, what's his name? Forget his name, bloody hell. Alan McAnally, oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> Ian Taylor. There's loads. There's absolutely loads there. Um, we'll do the, we'll do, we'll run it for, I think for the next sort of 10 days or so. Um, I'm away next weekend. So it'll be after, after I'm back after the, that weekend, the next live show. So if you want to be in a chance to win, hit that join button. It's for members only. As I say, you've got a great chance of winning. So, uh, so join in and um, and get get um, and yeah, being with a chance of winning. So li- literally one ninety nine a month to to become a member. All our content is free, but you'll just be helping us uh, support us even more. So, first of all, Kev, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? It feels like ages since we've done a live show. It does, doesn't it, mate? It does. I'm all right, mate. To be fair, because um, uh, you were gassing on for so long, then I thought, I thought I'd finish off a bit the bit of cheese I was eating. So. Um... <laughs> Apologies if anyone thinks, thinks that is rude, but um, I'm sure we've got some cheese fans on the pod anyway. But um, just a nice bit of cheddar, you know. I just thought I wanted a bit of a snack. So, um, yeah, mate, I'm all right. Can't complain. Um, it's it's that weird time of the year, isn't it, where there's not much happening with, with football. So, um, any little bit of news kind of keeps you going. Then all of a sudden, yeah, we felt we've been waiting for July to come around for, for, for Munchie. To, to get on board and we're still waiting for a few things so i'm still i don't know i think i'll be a bit more relaxed when it's when it's villa villa crazy a bit more regularly but you know i'm hanging in there like i'm sure a lot of our, our watchers are exactly yeah exactly it's felt like 
we could have done live shows obviously you know we love doing it but it felt like you know more of the kind of smaller scale videos and then kind of round up the week so when we when you when you put it all together there's 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 quite a bit of news that's happened so we'll, we'll go through it all but i've got a few comments a few questions that we will go through as the show goes on um but first of all the good evenings and um, big blooms in the house evening evening mate great to have you on board uh rachel's in the house uh great to have you scott hi mate great to have you on um let's have a look Fremo says he's in the house hi mate uh gary says hi guys transfer news starting to ramp up now nice to have torres but we're more excited when we get the wingers in yep definitely mate we'll talk about torres as well i'm sure michael as always in the house how are you doing mate um tom's has asked a question but he's in the house as well um door on tour is in the house you're not having brennan johnson <laughs> he will um he will come up in conversation later mate but uh but yeah i mean that's that's not going away to be honest that is not going away um adam's in the house hi adam ethan all right mate great to have you on board and jam jack yeah brilliant we've already got over 50 watching so please make sure you do hit that like button guys so let's let's start off with i guess um <clears throat> the news that we already knew, um, but it was made official across uh, over the weekend. Uh, Mr. Tielemans uh, coming in and uh, gave his, you know, his standard interview. Um, we've talked a little bit about him, Kev, but how how excited are you to to kind of have him through the door, and especially, you know, right at the start of the of the transfer window? Well, I think it's it's good to get a player of his caliber. Um, look, I think we've talked about this before, but he didn't have the best, particularly end to the season. But I guess with any relegated team, it's very rare that many of the players do have a good end to the season. And there's been some decent players that have been relegated. You know, the, the, the classic example is always that West Ham team that went down with loads of people that went on then to, you know, play for big, big teams. You know, um, absolutely, Michael. Totally, totally. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I thought um, you'd love that. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, you know, and didn't that team have the likes of, obviously, you know, Joe Colney and Jermaine Defoe in it? So... It can happen. I don't think we even forget about Tillemans and what Tillemans has done in the Premier League. And for me as well, I mean, I, I don't see enough Villa players scoring from outside the box. It feels like yeah. since McGinn in the Championship, uh, we haven't really had, had much of that happening. So um, he'll certainly add that. I think he's just he's just a, a, a quality player. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff out there where like Leicester podcast specialists have been talking about him and saying, you know, he's got pros and cons, but... I think with Emery, I think he'll fit in nicely into that midfield. So, um, but good to get someone on board. And obviously, um, someone else who's just come on board, Mr. Martin Leonard. Here he is. Here he is, fresh from his trip to Birmingham. Just getting himself set up. Yeah, sorry, lads. Hard being famous for all the schedules, you know. <laughs> Doing all his selfies at the airport and that, but he felt oh, like yeah. a proper celebrity. Unbelievable. I just couldn't believe it, right? I was sitting there having me ham and cheese toasty from the airport, right? And I got up, and not even two seconds after getting up, some lag comes to me and goes, are you Martin Lander from Villa Park Podcast? And I went, come on, oh. Martin. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, I'm a big listener. And like, he's, I, I don't know where he was going. He didn't even tell me. But uh, he says, sorry, if you have a picture with you. I was like, yeah, of course you can. So I think his missus took the picture and, and everything. But it just, it just felt really weird because... Someone come up to you, oh, can I get a picture because I know you from this? That's normally us that would do that if we seen a player or someone from a podcast. Or like, I, and after that, it was just kind of like, that just felt really weird. <laughs> you know what, what way to react like. Fantastic, fantastic, mate. Well, 
we were just asking there, we, we were just talking about the Telemans and, and kind of get your thoughts on it. How, how excited are you to ha- get him fr- actually through the door and, and ready for ready for start pre-season? Yeah, oh, I was, I think I put out a tweet saying announce Telemans and then half an hour later, Villa goes and announce it. I was like, they must be listening. Well, but, now you're a celeb, uh, mate. Right, because you, you're so big time now, mate. That's what it is. They do, they do, they do it <laughs> you just you are officially an influencer. That's, that's oh, what happens. I think that's it. I think the admin went, Oh, shit, Martin said, That's hurry <laughs> right? But uh, no, I'm really excited because I was watching his interview with everything, and he, he obviously you're gonna say he's really happy to be here and all this crack. That's the norm, yeah. But uh, I think what I'm looking forward to is a few goals from outside the box because. We, we, that's something we were lacking with all these players like John McGinn doing it once or twice and we are like why doesn't he do that more often where with Tila uncanny, Martin, uncanny I've just said exactly the same thing about five minutes ago so and then there you go there you go and with Tielemans if it's on he will take it I don't care if it goes to the corner flag over the bar in the goal as long as the pop's there have the pop why not you're never going to know if you don't do it so I'm really looking forward to it and then the other lad I don't know if you've mentioned him or not but, uh, no, no, we'll come. We'll come to him in a second. We will come yeah. to him in a second. Oh, I am really yeah. looking forward to seeing yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. um, I think he'll start, though. I think he will start. Well, uh, that comes to one of the questions that we've got straight away. So uh, in a second, but a couple of comments on Tielemans. So Ian says he thinks Tielemans is easily, easily a top six prem player. I can mm. see him thriving under Emery and returning to his form eighteen months to two years ago. Um, well, you don't become a bad player overnight, do you? So I, I'd expect that to happen as well. You know, sometimes a club in the in the doldrums, it, it doesn't bring out the best in you, does it? So now we're kind of he's joining the team on the up. Uh, Sam from Villamania, Emery will get the best out of Tielemans like he did with Coquelin and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kapuwe. Kapuwe, I think he means. Um, Big Bloom says Tielemans was rushed back from injury too soon. There you go. And Gary, just with a little warning for you, Martin, don't let <laughs> that fame go to your head. It's um, all right, Gary. I won't forget where I come from, lad. It's all right. <laughs> but Matt C um, got in early with some questions. So I do want to come to one of his uh, questions. So it says, Louise and Tielemans competing for the same place or able to play together? Hmm. Interesting. I think with, with Villa's system, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, the, the way it's been in the last few months is there's a lot of players playing in different positions. I feel like McGinn could play. He could play supporting the striker. He could play off the right. He could play off the left. He could play. He's obviously... You know, he's played the six role, the eight role. So McGinn's a great example of that. I think mm-hmm. Wendia is fairly multi, multi-use. multi um, So I think with the midfielders that we've got, they can generally play a number of different roles. Tillemans is certainly not your number six. He's certainly not going to be your box-to-box, hard-tackling midfielder. It's whether he could play a, a wide midfield role or whether he plays in um, a bit more of a central position. It does feel like, like, for me, it would be a Louise or Tillemans type situation. But... Um, I wouldn't be surprised at Emery if he had something up his sleeve. Yeah. Martin, what's your, what are your thoughts? Do you think they compete or do you think they can complement? Uh, I, I have a weird feeling that maybe oh, you could see Tielemans going into the role of like Jacob Ramsey was doing out on that left and kind of introvert himself as a midfielder. So maybe that would put Ramsey into a more free role in behind the striker perhaps. Because I think he's playing that at the minute with the England 21s, isn't he? Yeah, well, we'll come on to that in a minute as well, because uh... yeah, so like maybe that could be a scenario because I don't think Kamara will be dropped because he is the number six, like you know, uh, Douglas Louise would be an eight, and then I could probably see two of them being 
shift out to a left as like a some inside left forward player and again being on the right it's 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 look it's a headache but it's a great headache to have because how long have we been like oh we have a good start in 11 but then we've with all due respect to some of them villa players like who's going to come on and impact again but now if Telemans is on the bench for a game because Emery might see right he's not suited to this game but then if something's not working he can go oh it's Telemans yeah it's, it's a lot better than the depth and hopefully the depth improves over summer well yeah 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 hopefully hopefully well look all the best to him he's gonna wear the number eight shirt i know we had a bit of chat in our in our group about people who've worn the number eight and obviously i mentioned players who weren't famous for wearing the number eight on my video but um but actually did wear it and there has been a lot there's also been a lot of shockers hasn't there oh, <laughs> we, I, said, I, we said we said was it milner. since milner since since milner it was yeah. one or two, but like even a dad they're not remembered. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine yeah. Genus being I think, if you, I think if you picked a number of our uh, squad positions since Milner, obviously the Martin O'Neill era, and then it all went down downhill, didn't it, for about 10, 15 yeah, years? Absolutely. I, I think you could right find some yeah. shocking number nines. I think you could find some shocking number tens, some shocking number fives. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Robert Perez won number That's how bad it went. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There was there were some shockers on there, but look, hopefully you can be in more of the more of the Gary Shaw, Brian Little categories than the than mm. the Jermaine Genus categories. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ian says he thinks Tielemans is not enough of a ball carry given his lack of pace to take the role to be either on the left or right. So, yeah, it is like a circulating possession, but he does play some nice passes. And like you say, he does like a long, longer shot. So maybe it's something slightly different, you know, particularly if you're playing a team mm. that's defence deep. Um, okay, so we are obviously hoping for um, some news this week. I, I predict maybe maybe Wednesday, I think. I know a certain Mr. Torres, Pau Torres, is on his honeymoon. What's it? Loads of players are getting married, aren't they? Bubica Kamara's got it's married. That time of year where they get married. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, but uh, you know, I know there's a few tentative Villa fans in this in this chat as well on on the comments who you know they're not going to celebrate until he's actually holding the shirt up. But like I said, I, I, I do think that when when journalists are reporting what they're reporting, it's usually two or three steps ahead of what they're reporting, like yeah. in terms of what's happened. So I wouldn't be surprised if if contracts or, or documents have been signed. Um, obviously, you know that's even if they're holding the shirt, though, it still doesn't mean they're definitely going to turn up. But um, that was a great example. Yeah, Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, didn't we have um, didn't we have um, Adebayo holding the shirt? I'm sure Gabby said that he had the photos. He's, they were going to release the photos yeah, of the shirt, and then he got the pull, pulled the plug. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, again, how how excited are you boys for for this signing? Like, you know, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about it, but how how excited are you boys? Kev, I'll come to you first, mate. Well, again, I've not seen huge amounts of him playing, but everything I've read about him, everything I've researched, of the clips I have seen, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, all the talk is he's one of the best centre backs in the world. Uh, he was linked with Champions League clubs. Uh, he's good age. Uh, he's apparently technically meant to be absolutely brilliant. And look, we, we, we've said many, many times that centre-backs feels like it's our strongest position, you know, with, you know, with obviously Carlos's pedigree, although we don't know how he's still going to respond to, you know, the, the recovery, you know, from the injury, really bad injury, obviously, that he had. Mings and Konza, 
uh, not the best at the start of last season, but came back to be as good as they ever were, really, you know, in previous seasons and absolute quality, both of them at the back. So we were thinking, do we need to strengthen this area? Well, as we said many times, in Unai we trust. And if he feels like he needs to get someone in, does that mean something different for the system playing? You know, it's, it, I think a lot of people were worried it's going to be Mingle, Torres, the left foot, but no reason why it can't be both in a, in a, in a creative system. If he's got the pedigree and everything I've read in terms of his, his progressing the ball, his forward passes, just the way he brings the ball out of defence and sets up play, I'm really excited to see it because I still think that's been been one of our downfalls as a team, really, that it, just that transition hasn't always been as quick as it could have been. It's certainly improved in memory. But if we've got someone that's one of the best in the game at doing that, then I think that will really revolutionise how we play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and Martin, I guess... You know, we know how important those centre halves are. We've already seen for half of this season how important the centre halves are to Emery and how he wants to set up attacks. And I think having like three or four, obviously four now, high class centre halves, we, we believe, isn't going to be out of the ordinary for him. Like, you know, there's the potential of Ezra Conta playing at right back, there's the potential of, you know, more games. The, the, the demands that are asked of these centre backs, they are going to have to rotate, aren't they? And that this is what he's this is what he's wanted. Absolutely. And um, just to touch on Kevin's, you know, stats type of thing, I think for La Liga, I think he was like the top centre half for everything stats wise. And I think one thing I noticed that is through balls from centre half, he's the top in that as well. So it kind of goes to show he sometimes would look for a ball split and pass from where he is. And if you've got a striker like Ollie Watkins who runs in behind and you're getting them balls in all day long, hopefully, we know Ollie Watkins is like, but uh, but hopefully he gets a few more goals now because of it. But but with the games and then the demands of the games in the Europa Conference League, it's important to have four top centre-halves. You know, because then you can go to the Premier League and write, I'm going to rest Torres or Carlos and for this game because we're playing Luton or Sheffield United. I know disrespect to them clubs, but um, and then you go, you go into the conference league, right? Torres can start or Conza can start with him just to give Carlos a rest, and you know, so it's good. The, the, the depth, the depth is important. Like I touched on it, the depth is really important for this, you know, amount of games. It's just less muscle strain, injuries, you know. So if you've got that depth in four centre backs, it's perfect. Like I think the only team apart from us now. It is Man City who are stacked with centre halves, and it goes to show that having the rotational um, options for European football is massive. Yeah, and yeah. I just think, and also, <laughs> I'm that excited for Pau Torres that I'm going to name my fancy team Kung Fu Powder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just what I'm doing. There you go. You've 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 put your claim out there now. Definitely. Um, Matt, see, uh, asked asked another question before. Um, can Mings and Power Torres play in the same side? You touched, you did sort of touch on this, Kev, and like leaning onto that. Can we afford to drop Mings? We could, we could play Mings left back. He's done it before. Nah. Yeah, but I, I can't. I, we could, but I, I can't see that. I can't like see that. But if let's say, for example, if you're playing a game that you know you're probably not with Man City, for example, right? And we want to be catching them on the counter. I think Mings at left back would be brilliant. Well, look, 
I'll come to you in, in, in a sec, uh, in a sec, Kev. But I, I think probably what's more likely is that he, he maybe plays three centre backs at certain points. Then who plays the middle? played the middle. Does Torres play the middle? Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess <laughs> being, a, I guess Mings would probably play on the left of the three because he'd have to engage with the one of the, with the striker, and maybe Torres would kind of being the better ball player would kind of, um, you know, sweep up behind, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got an agreement there in, in, in Michael. But what it does do is it, it gives us options. Kev, you you were going to say something, mate? Yeah, look, I think that um, Man City did it at times. I see. I think Mark's got a bit of a point in there. I don't know if it'd be something we'd do, you know, all the time. But there was times when Man City had basically four centre halves playing playing in the defence. Yeah, well, so, it's definitely a fashionable thing. Like you know, obviously Martin O'Neill used to do it, didn't he? Back, you know, this is ten, fifteen years ago. So it must be yeah. coming. This this type of thing is coming back. I mean, would it, be the, would, it, would it be the worst back four in the world if you had Mings, Torres, Conza and Diego Carlos playing? You know, would it be the worst back four in the world? But I think with what we want to do in most of the games, I think you'll want either a very, very progressive left or right back, basically playing like a winger. So the more likely option I would think would be, be Mings, Torres and maybe Conza playing right back. Um, keeping that solid three at the back while Moreno's bombing on. Of course, mm. Moreno gets an injury. Can Dean you play that role to the same effect? Do we have an option on the right-hand side if, say, there's a weakness around the team, down the team's left-hand side that you want to exploit, which is why I think, certainly I think we'll bring someone in of that of that right kind of ilk for right-back. So, yeah, I, know, um, I was thinking this the other day, I think I might have even heard it on, on, a, on, a, on another podcast, you know, you, you, would, you wouldn't have an issue if your two centre-halves are both right-footed. doesn't seem to bother anybody. You know, not yeah, that. I can't. I think it was Dan Bardell. I think it might have been Dan, Dan Bardell saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I actually yeah. thought that's a hell of that's a, it's a great point. Like, we always, I just think it's because they're so rare, aren't they? Left foot, left foot. Absolutely, it's not every team's got a left footed center back playing the, the, the left footed role. It was Dan Bardell, yeah, credit, credit to him. Mm. Uh, absolutely flying. No, I think you're doing, you're doing big time stuff, Martin. Dan Bardell's. Usurped you, mate. Unfortunately, you haven't got the call from Sky Sports yet. So we'll have to, we'll have to get me first picture taken. He better keep his seat. <laughs> Absolutely, but it's, it's great to see. It's great to see. Um, you know, Midland obviously talking about all all things Aston Villa as well on in that kind of level. So fair play to him. Well done, Dan. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, why can't you have two left footed centre backs? It just feels like it's not something that you would do. Um, mm. so I, I think I think the thing is, and there's comments obviously final about it. I haven't got a bloody clue what Emery's going to do. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he plays like plays six at the back and then four strikers and Martinez in the middle of the pitch, no goalie. <laughs> Whatever he wants to do, he can do, and I'm sure it'll work. But I do think that obviously having someone like Torres, I think Martin touched on this, it gives us something to what Carlos's injury recovery is going to be like. Some great options for a number of competitions and I wouldn't feel like that there'll be a weakness there, which is great. Sometimes when Chambers came in or Bednar came in, it was yeah. you're a little bit you're a little bit cautious, like we like oh, we yeah. feel like and the lack of pace and yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. Loads of comments coming. I have to go through them. Uh, um, so Villa Mania says signing Torres and we'll get another centre half, but no right back with how Emery wants Villa to want to play. It seems seems like the way the way forward. Uh, the editor says I hope we play four two three one next season with Tiedemans at. Uh, at Cam, um, renewed RS. I'll come to your point in a second um, around the transfer rumours. So I will. I will come to yours, mate. Tom's eighteen seventy four. I did put this out before. We've only got eleven likes. I think I checked. We we had twenty three likes, um, but we've got over. We've got eighty six watching. So we've got nearly a hundred people watching. So please, guys, if you haven't hit that like button, 
please do uh, please do jump on and, and smash the like button. Help us uh, spread the word of the channel. Gary says, what a stupid time to get married. Sign for Villa first pass. <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. Um, wow. The editor said, Simikin, I've not heard of him, would be perfect for us at right back. A well-rounded right back that can also play centre back. So we'd have a centre back or right back crisis concert and Simikin can help each other out. Never, even Never know. I mean, we, we've got Matty, we have got Matty Cash at the moment. RN, RN Jesus says West Ham played 60 games last season. Their lack of strength in depth showed with their league form. I'd argue we need another centre half. Yeah, well, maybe so. Uh, Michael said you were right about Mings. Uh, Renewed RS says I do think we start Mings' first game of the season and it's his spot to lose. I would I would say so as well. Um, Depends on pre-season, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. And and obviously injuries as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gary said, who's the most important centre-back, Torres or Mings? Again, I think, I, think have... I, think, I think it's a massive, massive um, credit to Tyrone Mings here because the fact that I can say fairly confidently, I'm not, I don't know. And Torres is one of the most sought-after centre-halves in the world and Mings gets derided and derided when last season he was pretty much unbelievable. Hardly, hardly remember a mistake. Um, speaks volumes because because I don't think I don't think we know yet. I think hopefully they'll both be as important as each other. But the yeah. fact that it's not a clear Torres all day long is um is, is massive for things. I think yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I watched the goal. Like I think there was a video, a great video that some I think it was Trekarista or something on on YouTube did Villa's run to Europe, which is a great edit of the full season. Um and um. Mings, I think, made a mistake against Arsenal at home and Chelsea at home. And I think that's probably it. I mean, obviously, he must have made other mistakes, don't get me wrong, giving the ball away a couple of times. But in terms of actual goal-scoring mistakes, mistakes that's yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. and people still say he's shit and not. It's just like, it, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Um, I think it's more important simply because we, look, Not I reckon not everybody that's a Villa fan that's on Twitter has watched Pau Torres because like I personally haven't watched a lot of them, but I've only watched them from Champions League games. Like most of us would. And we know how he's performed. But I would say Mings is more important because he's been with us for so long. And Torres is coming in and he'll have to fight for his place. I don't think he's going to be a shoe in straight away. No. Hopefully over time that he could be and we'll never know what will happen. So unfortunately for me, I'm going with Mings. Yeah, imagine Torres and Car like I mean Carlos did last season, but like we, we go to Rockfoot Walsall at the Poundland Stadium and first half we've got like Mings and Torres at the back, second half we've got Conta and Carlos or, or vice versa. I mean it's it's class, isn't it? It's class. Um Matt C says Mings is so crucial to defend against pace, aggression and set pieces. I hundred yeah. percent agree with you. Uh RN Jesus says Conta on the right in a pivot with Dina and Moreno bombing or Dina or Moreno bombing on. I agree. Um yeah, it was Dan. Uh, uh, Michael said, I think Emery's giving himself more options to change the game in play if needed. Um, Sharik, I'll come to your comments in a bit. We'll talk transfer rumours in a second. Um, and uh, yeah, John, uh, we'll come to tra we'll come to transfer rumours in a sec, definitely. Um, Rachel said, I hope we integrate Power Torres slowly into the team uh, so he adapts correctly. Um, yeah, me and Katrick always have chats about this. You really think people just decided to make Mings a scapegoat and nothing? People think he's shit because he has a huge number of unforced errors leading to goals, not just one or two. Look, I'm just telling you the two the two that happened this season that I think of 
Um, but yeah, I mean, having options is, is great. Is absolutely can I, can great. I, can I just come in on that quickly? Um, I, I would agree, Sharik, pre this season. Yeah. Pre this season, I, I, I thought, you know, I mean, go to Villa regularly. He was you know, far that, too last ditch as well, wasn't he? Before yeah. even, ditch. yeah. Dan James, and I was just thinking, crikey, like you know, and it was felt like you were only a couple of games from, away from the state. He gets dropped from the team by Gerard, loses the captaincy. I think he's been unbelievable this season. I mean, clearly, there, there were a couple of errors you pointed out, but I think every single centre half said errors. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lissandro Martinez was meant to be the best sign of the season, he got absolutely battered by Bright by Brentford early on. So like, you know, Ben, ben Me, you know, unfashionable centre-half towering above him. So I think every centre-half gets it. But I think this last season, under Emery, maybe it's the system, the confidence. I think Mings has been an absolute revelation and I've totally changed my, my, my view on him. Yeah. I, and I think I think with Torres as well, they've got different strengths and weaknesses. So I think actually you've got the, aggress- the aggression uh, and, you know, the heading ability, the, the strength of Mings, and you've got the poise and the, and the, the skill and the technique and the panache of, uh, of Torres. Good word, that panache. Good word for me, anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, did right, quick question, Gary from Gary. Do we think Carlos will be sold? No, no, no. I, I think um, you, you need four centre-halves. You do, because we're in, what, Premier League, FA Cup, Capital One Cup, potentially the Conference League if we qualify. Plenty of games there. I think keeping the four centre-halves is important. Good question, Gary, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Hawes and, and Chambers are around as well. I think they'll be the ones to go. Um, Neil is in the house. Great to have you on board, mate. Um, evening, gents. If you look back at the inverted right-back theory with Unai since his time at Sevilla, he's only really done it with Juan Foyt. Other right-backs he had were right-backs like Coke, Mounier, Bellerin, etc. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I, I agree. I think I, I agree. I think... Um, he he will use he'll use maybe concert or a, or a kind of um you know converted centre back at certain games, but I still think he'll like to I still think he'll like to get that balance of Matty Cash or a another right back going forwards because you saw it in certain games last season once they once some sometimes they'd shut off that left side we we were we were a bit too predictable weren't we so you've, got, uh-huh. you've still got to have that option. Rich, I absolutely agree. I think I think Emery realised last season at times, particularly with the forward areas as well, where he didn't have the options that he wanted to try and change games. And look, absolutely fantastic that that Moreno started as well as he did, because not a lot of players coming from a foreign league, foreign league, and adapt to the Premier League as, as quickly as he did. Yeah, his first game was a bit shaky when he came on a bit quicker than he thought of. You know, when Adinho got injured after about ten minutes, and then he was he was brilliant. Probably one of our, you know, you could argue he's probably the best player of the second half of the season. So I think that, you you know, I made this point earlier and you're absolutely right. It's If a game has got a situation where there's a very, very strong right-back you're up against, if Carl Walker's playing right-back, it are playing Man City, then, you know, or someone who's equally as strong for their team and you want to be able to go down the other side of the pitch, mm. I, think, I think Emery will want that. And he'll want the same situation where he might want to play four centre-halves at the back because I think he wants as many of a range of options to, to him, the master that he is, to be able to win each game. 
I've been I've been meaning actually as well to go back and look look back at some of our games last season because just thinking about some of the performances under Emery and how we kept getting those wins. I want to maybe like just investigate a little bit like what are the tactics because think about the Chelsea win and the Tottenham win and you know all those wins where it felt like you know we, we weren't battering this team but we've we've just masterclassed it and that mm. that's, that that's Unai ball isn't it all day long. Well, that was what a lot of the analysts were saying like we were overperforming our xG or our performance and. Mm. We were kind of giving away chances, but we were really clinical or we were creating really good scoring chances that were allowing us to kind of win the games. And uh, particularly the, and in particular, the home games, we were scoring so early that we, we then had the lead to to sit back on. I have I have got to get in the comments. We've got over 100 people watching, which is fantastic. So please, if, you ha- if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. If you do want to become a member and join in, um, and become an official Villa Park Pod follower for just one ninety nine. Easy for you to say. And then please hit the join, uh, hit the link at the top. It's pinned in the top of the chat, and you will be entered into a prize draw to win at, from our friends at Aston Brewing Company the full set of the uh, Aston Villa beer mats as displayed here with my phenomenal photography skills. Oh, look at that! Um, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pride of place. Pride of place. They're, they're watching, obviously. They were looking at that palm grab one. They're probably clickbaiting the link right now at the minute. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, right, I've some more comments, and then we will get into transfer rumours. So I think Mings has done well in the structure system, says Rachel, whereas before there was no structure. So it was haphazard and last ditch. 100% agree. Renewed says, I think even before Emery Mings was cooking, the second Gerard stripped the captaincy and dropped him, he looked brilliant. Villamania saying, if we sign another centre-half, then Carlos goes on loan, potentially. Carlos may be struggling to get over that injury, says British Mick, and makes sense we are looking at so many centre-backs. Um, CC in the house, we aren't going to actively sell Carlos unless something unexpected comes up that makes sense to Emery. Yeah, definitely. Um, Renew says he doesn't think Mourinho is good enough at defending for us to have an attacking right-back, maybe. Maybe. Um, the club... like that, and every team he's been in, the left-back always bombs on and the right-back and it shifts over. Well, well, to be fair, though, Neil saying that's not necessarily the case. It's only really been the case with Juan Foyt. So, yeah. you know, Bellerin was an attacking right-back, wasn't he? So, Ian sure. said the club repeated the claims that Carlos is very important with the club going forward. Yeah, well, you know, as well as that, that's a bit of political as well. If we are potentially open to offers, then you would keep bigging him up to kind of keep his price high. Um, I wonder if... Mirani could be converted to a, being a winger type of player, says CC. He'll definitely keep attacking. Um, where have we got? Oh, T1's in the house. Hello. It's been a while. Hope everyone is doing well. Great to have you back, T1. Great to have you back. Um, yeah. Nigel says, only way Mings can be left out is if Carlos fitness is up to scratch. Don't think Constantiles will work at all from an aerial physical standpoint. Yeah, I agree. Um Overperforming is hilarious. We're performing full stop. <laughs> uh, Neil says, "Give me that beer, Matt." There you go, mate. <laughs> oh, sorry, Richard. Think the name. What was it? We just started a flag. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Sharik, thank you so much for your super sticker, mate. Keep up the good work on the channel. Oh, it's sure, great, mate. mate. And it's brilliant that you comment with you know debate. We don't mind if people disagree. We absolutely, we always disagree between each other, so that's fine. Um, right, okay. So let's get into some transfer rumors. Uh, Today, someone came up, and, and maybe Neil in the, in the chat can comment about, I know you're really good on the, the kind of European players. I've not really heard of this this guy, but Roger Ibanez from Roma. 
Martin, you're usually pretty hot on the European players as well. Yeah. Um, by the looks of him, um, left-sided player again, but play centre-back, um, Brazilian. Now, before I kind of qualify this, our name has been thrown in the ring, but when I did the, the check on the internet, it looks like Liverpool are interested. It looks like Man United are interested. It looks like West Ham are interested. So are we actually really in, really interested on the fact that we've got Pau Torres coming in or is it kind of an agent just floating our name out there? Well, if his agent is George Mendes, let's forget about it. He's probably just going to the lads and saying, here, have a look at this player before Liverpool and Man United come walking in and put in more money. Um, but I don't know much about those guys. I don't really watch Syria. So, like, when I when I seen the name, I actually went to look him up to see where he was from. I seen that, like you said there, he was Brazilian as a centre-half. I think Liverpool McGrath, they said... Um, He's a centre back, but he can play right back as an introverted right back sort of thing. Yeah, so, well, I've, I've got sofa. Yeah, I've got sofa score. Sorry, Kev, I've got sofa score, which I'll bring up. And um, yeah, so look, looking at his his heat map from Serie A, I mean that's all down the left, really. Mm. Um, so it would it would, but then his right preferred foot is right footed. But I think because he plays alongside Chris Smalling, and I think yeah, Smalling... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, may, well, maybe it does make a bit more sense than if he could play down that right hand side. But I mean, yeah. looking at his kind of statistics defensively and tactically, is is very, very good. Um, for three goals in the league in the um, Serie A, um, thirty-three games played. Um, generally, pretty much plays every game. Four teams of the weeks. Um, Passing his accuracy in his own half ninety three percent, which is expecting in the Italian league seventy eight percent in opposition half. Obviously, doesn't make too many passes in that, but overall eighty eight percent. Ten clean sheets for the season, two interceptions per game, two tackles per game, two point eight clearances per game. So, you know, fairly strong player. Sixty three percent duels won, sixty nine percent aerial duels won. So not too not too bad in the air. Mm. Um, so strengths, ball interception, aerial duels, and positioning. But looking here, like on sofa score, they've got his position as defense left back or or sent or like obviously left side of centre back. But yeah, maybe it's because of the the partner that he's playing at the back with. Mm. But yeah, Kev, what what are your thoughts? Do you think it's a do you think it's a one who we who looks realistic or is it just agent talk? If he's a left sided centre back, according to all those um obviously the stats you just pulled up there and you know and I, I i kind of shouted out that you know apparently apparently you can play defensive midfield as well and there's talk of you know might mentioned the right but all last season it seemed like he was playing on the left hand side we've got mings and we're back to land power torres i can't see it being anything other than the fact that villa are now in in the in 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 the frame for any player that's half decent yeah you know, yeah when you're getting picked picked to players by psg then you know, anyone that's been linked now out there, I think Newcastle will be the same. I think, you know, you'll be, you'll be getting players that will be going to... Look, look at that, look at that uh, Dominic Sabotzlai who's just started for Liverpool. You know, Newcastle were all over him a few weeks ago. You know, that, that's just the way it's going to be. Look at when we thought we were going to get a sense and then PSG got him. So a good player comes up who's been linked. I mean, he's a Brazilian international. He's he's fairly young. He's obviously played in a European yeah. final. Yeah. Other Brazilians, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. you, you'll always find a link, won't you, that'll work for you. You know, whether it's, you know, the Brazilian internationals, whether, you know, whether he likes 
badminton and so does you know our, our masseuse or something you know like there's always something you will we'll make it work won't we in terms of how we feel it's going to work if it's not brazilian maybe they speak spanish as well or um i can't see this one happening but who yeah. knows who knows yeah yeah it's just go back to gary's Dunn comment which one sorry gary Dunn. uh this one yeah oh is that gary. your cousin is it Harry is, well, he's not from Birmingham. He's from here. We flew over together. Ah, oh, right. The last time we went out to Pop Club, the lad didn't get out of bed and miss his flight to go home. <laughs> we ended up staying with the cousins and he was there. I'm after missing me flight. And I was like, well, you've got to get out of the bed then, will you? Big Night Pop World. Big Pop World. Yeah, Big Night Pop World. There's a Pop World in Newcastle oh, as well. Usually, yeah, one, yeah. In fairness, we don't have Pop World over here. And when I go over to it, it's actually class. I, love <laughs> I, I really hope Tillemans and Taros don't get caught out in Pop World. Tonight. Yeah, they're better not. They're better not. Um, Renewed says, I feel like centre defender links will fall off after Paris officially in, in the door. Someone else said, I think Ibanez was the contingency plan if we didn't get Paris. Uh, but then Villamani says, Ibanez is like a Harry Maguire type player. Um, don't say so that. maybe good in. I don't know about that. What means by that? Well, obviously, Rachel says that. Is he good in the air? Is he? I don't know. Even as he's like cons on steroids, apparently. Uh, Mike says seems like agent talk. Um, Gary, please don't say this. The only scary thing about the even as even as link is maybe Torres will change his mind. Don't please don't say that. Um, Richo is in the house. Hi, mate. Great to have you on. Um, British Mick says, I knew nothing of Ibanez, so went and observed his montage vids. I can't believe Roma will be looking to offload him. He carries the ball out of defence better than most I've seen. That's interesting. Well, I think I think maybe he's he's, he's destined for a different club, I think. Um, uh, right, okay. So, got loads of questions on wingers, forward players. So, let, let's get into the, those rumours. Shariq saying, would you consider two wingers more important or a striker and one winger? So, Let's talk on that because looks like uh, Harvey Barnes is in advanced talks with West Ham. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean we're out of the, you know, out of the running, but looks like that's advanced. Uh, if you relate, if you believe what's the what the uh, kind of journalists are saying, but this Brennan Johnson link is not going away, lads. Um, oh. I, I, I've 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 said my piece on it. I think. If you had to push me for which one I prefer, it'd be Harvey Barnes. But I do really like Brennan Johnson. I, I don't think you can sniff out the season that he's had in the first season in the Premier League. You know, we signed Watkins for 30-odd million after just playing in the Championship. And and Johnson has, has kind of shown, at, you know, at a younger age that he can do it in the Prem. But I do think you'd have to pay a higher premium for for that. Um Kev, I can see you're you're there, ready to ready to go. So the floor is yours, my man. I, I think Johnson's had a good season, but I don't know whether I'm I'm convinced by it. So um, I know you're a big fan. I know you're a big big fan, and 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 there's been times I think with Johnson where the way they played suited his type style of play. I they're on they're, all of a sudden they're on the counter attack, and Gibbs White feeds him in, and he's got his pace to get away. How often are we going to be that team this season? You know, we finished seventh last year. We're going to strengthen. I think we'll be we'll be needing to make the play a bit more than rather than being on the counter attack unless we're playing a Man City or someone like that. So I don't know. He's clearly a decent player. He scored some goals. He scored eight eight Premier League goals, ten ten in total. Um, I don't know. I just feel like someone like Harvey Barnes, a bit more established, a bit more of a track record. And I think that's the kind of player. It feels like like Johnson would be the kind of player you'd buy maybe a season or two back. But where we are now, I think I. 
probably want someone a bit more pedigree. You look at some of the other links we've had. You know, we obviously had that Williams from uh, from Bilbao. You know, real top quality people coming in. You look at Tielemans, look at Torres. Is is Williams? I mean, Williams is twenty one, but Johnson is twenty two. Is is yeah. would Nico Williams be a bigger risk than Brennan Johnson? I don't know. I guess he's just a bit more highly rated, isn't he? He's been, you know, played played in the league for a bit bit longer, and you know, um, I, 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 I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You could probably argue the same point. Who knows? Johnson might go on to have a better career. Um, I don't know. I just I don't think I'm absolutely overjoyed by by the thought of a signing Brandon Johnson. But um, but look, he's a good player. But I don't know. I I think I think I'd rather us go all out for Harvey Barnes. Mm, I, I do agree with you because I, I think you could probably get Barnes for what. 30 mil, I say, a push if it got into a bidding war, then it'd be down to him. I think you're probably looking at 45 million plus for for um for Brennan Johnson. I really because Nottingham Forest got no reason to sell him, yeah. um, and you, you're gonna have to pay big money for it. For no, him. I, I'd, I'd like to think as well, maybe we've got others in the mix, you know. Obviously, we've been linked to um to Ferran Torres as well, and um, yeah. look, because Bar- Barnes is hitting this as well, like a lot of wingers, I think his goal scoring output's really good. But I don't think Barnes ball control is not great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then Ferran Torres, like I think Barcelona, like when I went through his stats, I mean he doesn't start many games at all. And we're we're going off the fact that he scored a lot of goals for Man City in that kind of brief period he had before he went over there. And he, he's obviously quite clinical, but you know, is he going to have the physicality? Is he going to have that character that we need? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, do you know, like? Yeah. I mean, I know we, I know we, 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 we criticize him a lot on here, but like for all his faults, the Bale, he keeps getting back up, he keeps going, he keeps going, he keeps going, and like his Ferran, I don't know him, so I can't, I can't comment. But is Ferran Torres has he got that character? Like, is he if someone puts one in on him in the first five minutes, is he just going to disappear? If it's a rainy, rainy, cold night away at Luton Town. I know it's the usual. It's the usual. Aaron <laughs> Torres has got to go through someone's someone's pace to get to the pitch, and and they've got Emmerdale on the telly, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not used to this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit unsure with Aaron Torres. I don't know. I don't know. Because he didn't exactly light up the Premier League with Man City. He's not he exactly very young. Very young. Yeah, he was very. He's not exactly lit up La Liga either, and clearly, Chavi's willing to get rid of him. Yeah, and yeah. Ansu Fati. If anything, I'd be going for Ansu Fati over Ferran uh, Torres. Is he the young lad? Is it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, hey, mate, he's destined for bigger than Villa, mate. Hundred percent. Um, Torres was meant to go to Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I, I'm actually surprised that we haven't. We're not raiding Wolves for Pedro Neto. They're mm-hmm. selling a lot of their players. Neto, I know, has been injured quite a bit, but I would, I would, I would go in, go in for him all day, mm-hmm. all day long. J- uh, Jared Bowen's the one I wish we'd got. I don't think we've got any chance now. Now he's no, basically no, no, yeah. missed West Ham. Danny Dyer, Danny Dyer, and Danny Dyer links, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Um, he's yeah. the one I think he, he looks absolutely. He looks, he looks so, so good. If they get Barnes and Bowen, then I think they've got a really good couple of wide players. Yeah, there. yeah, but it is a position that we really need, lads, isn't it? We've got no yeah. up. Whether he, like Sharik says, whether he goes winger and forward. Or wherever he goes, like a forward slash winger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, for, it's, I'd, it's. I'd love to see us go for him, but I know from uh, Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great player, great player. But I, I, just, I can't see it. again. I think when we talked about a Mr. West Ham, I think I think Embuemo is kind of ingrained with with Brentford more so than an Ivan Tony for me. I think 
I don't, I don't like I've not seen any any rumors of him moving on at all. Yeah, yeah but um, what we like with Villa, we don't really hear of a lot of links, and all of a sudden they're just announced as of late. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this season has been a little bit different, hasn't it? Because we are yes. we are fishing with the bigger boys now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a few comments. Rub piece says West Ham. Wow, that's nuts. Um, Steve and Leah says really wanted Barnes. Um, Big Bloom doesn't want Johnson at all. Uh, said there he's ball greedy, can't pass, and is a one trick pony. So they're not a fan. Uh, Renewed says it's English tax. Um, Ian says I don't think we're after a left winger. As to me, Moreno serves that function as our winger on that side. Um, Michael says Archer? Question mark. Well, yeah, I mean he's got to be used. Oh, he's got to be, but we'll, we'll come on to under-21 talk in a second. Um, Adam says, I would like to see Nasiri join from Seville, which obviously Munchie's coming in. They're in a, but a lot of, apparently in a lot of trouble financially. Oh, Nasiri's good. I, I was thinking yeah. that one um, of Seville's options. He'd be good. Yeah. He had a great World Cup. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Nigel said, I think we can do better than Johnson and Barnes. Neither suit us for me and neither offer any value. Not a bad point, Nigel. Not a bad point at all. I think Ferentos will Torres will come on loan with the option to buy, says Villamania. Um, Gary says, surely the strife in France will destabilise the transfer fees there. Maybe, maybe. It's a, it's a big old country though, isn't it? So um, Rachel says, I think Emery has other targets and we'll try for these first. We will lose out on targets this way, but it's the priority Emery sets. Always so, always so sensible with the comments, Rachel. Always so measured. CC says, seems like if there are a number of rumours circulating about Watkins, oh, we'll get onto that. We will we will definitely get onto uh, Watkins in a second. Ian says, where would you play Ferran Torres as the right winger slash second striker or as a false nine if you had to choose given how Emery plays? Just before we get onto that question, I want to go back to the question where someone asked, do we go for two wingers or a striker or one winger? I personally would rather go for two wingers because when Michael put Archer with the question marks, I was actually going to mention, I think we should get two wingers because I think Archer should be given his chance this season for FA Cups, Capital Cups and the Europa Conference and even getting a few games in the Premier League. I think it's time now for him to showcase what he can do in an Aston Villa show. We know what he can do from his pre-season and what he did with Preston in a lower end of the Championship and then when he went higher with Millsborough, he did even better. So I think two wingers is more or less important than going for one winger, one striker. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I think Archer definitely deserves a chance to be around the squad, but we need, we, yeah, but we need, I think we absolutely need another forward. You know, you, you, you're an injury to Watkins away from having Archer as your only striker who's never led a Premier League line in mm-hmm. his life. You know, I mean, he's come on for a few sub appearances here and there. Like, if we really aspire to go hard on four fronts. You know, we, we, let's not forget, guys, half an hour ago. Uh, by the way, 120 watching, which is brilliant. Please hit, hit the like Phenomenal. button. Phenomenal. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah, because because of you, Martin, it's because you're big time now. Because you're you actually say that, and I'm sorry, and I'm really trying not to big myself up. But uh, you are. So, I was in Birmingham today, right? And I was talking to a lad. He's from Eden Derry. His name is Dave. He does, he does a radio station out in the Netherlands. He does, like pop music and for all the 80s right and goes i'm talking to you i recognize your voice from somewhere i was like what do you mean you recognize my voice he goes do you do a podcast for like aston villa i'm a big villa fan i was just listening to one of your episodes the the buy loan and sell i was it's like there's a lad from enfield on it you sound familiar i'm like 
a cheeky bastard. I'm not from Enfield. I'm from Navin. <laughs> and he was just, and he was just laughing. But we had a great chat, and he was talking about his days of going to Ellen Road in the nineties when Tony Yaboa was playing with them and the atmosphere. And he was just, he was a nice man. And if you're listening, Dave, when you're on your Spotify, because he only listens on the Spotify. So if you're listening, Dave, it was a pleasure meeting you. You're a nice man, and thanks for listening in. You're a valid, you're a solid member now of this group. And guys, get, we'll have a, we'll have more of Martin's stories. You can get this on. <laughs> Martin's, Martin's musings, we'll call it. We'll call you it Martin's that, musings. You know that lady, lady does the sleep adverts on like Facebook and Instagram. Martin's dulcet tones telling the story. Honestly, so relaxing, Martin. I love it. You've got to change your name now to Big Time. Anyway, as I was saying, so um, <laughs> half an hour ago, we're talking around. Well, we need four four great centre halves to compete uh, on four fronts. You know, we need a Torres and a and a Carlos and a Mings and a Conza. And yet, we're going to half an hour later talk about the fact that maybe we're going to just have Watkins and Archer as our strikers. I, I just don't, I think, I don't think, think it's enough. You know, I think we're yeah. going to need. I know you've got to get someone that's going to want to play that game, and maybe they will therefore wear a couple of possible hats, winger, striker hats. But I'm almost as a done deal. I was, yeah, Maybe I was, that would have meant something was going to happen with Watkins. Who knows, right? And contract isn't sorted yet. But I feel we need another established striker to, to play with Watkins sometimes instead of Watkins if there's injuries. Mm. I, I just feel it's essential for, for what we want to do as a club. Yeah. And that was going to yeah. be a bargain price as well. What time was it? 25.6 million. Like, yeah, if we want to believe, if we're led to believe what happened, yeah, definitely, definitely. I've got to get through some uh, some comments. As British Mick says, retransfers, ain't great to have faith in the managers to this degree. Imagine if Bruce started stacking centre-backs during his tenure night and day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Renewed RS says, there's a player in Ferran Torres I, th- I think Unai Emery can get out. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, Michael makes a good point. Coutinho is looking super fit. And someone else asked a question. Yeah. Um, someone else asked a question. I'll just try and uh, find where it was. Someone said, "Do we? Do you think we we sell him?" Um, but no, it hasn't been asked already. Um, so, Heart, uh, Devil Devil CW, do you think Coutinho could be sold in the summer? Heart no, head yes. I'd love I'd love for him to show under under this Emery system where he's looking pretty good, wasn't he? When he got, got back into the team, yeah, I'd love for him. Against it's, not Arsenal. it's not that old. I'd love. For him. Yeah, I'd love for him to play a part in this next couple of years of Villa's revolution. Maybe he'd be um, important for us because of the amount of games we have to play. Yeah, but my head says he's probably going to go to Turkey or Saudi Arabia. Mm, yeah, I think loaning yeah. him wouldn't be a bad show. I just think you've got to get you. You got to get. He either stays. He, for me, he either stays or he goes permanently. Like I don't, because he's going to go on loan and then he'll go anyway. So yeah, true. But yeah, he's definitely looking fitter and. He hasn't had a proper pre-season under us, has he? No. To, 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 to be fair to him, he's always been stop, start, stop, start. So, you know, you'd hope... I mean, there's there's got to be a player in there. There's he was up a player that's... He got injured for that long period of time, didn't he? Yeah. Before she was just allowed and he was heartbreaking by it. A lot of little injuries, a lot of little injuries. Kept stacking them up, didn't he? So, mm. watch his space. We would feel, I think, watch his space. Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, H says, I think Cameron Archer is a very similar player to that Brennan Johnson, and in the championship, he has better stats. Could, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree, mate. I don't disagree. Um, uh, let's have a look here. People saying Neto wasn't great against England today, but I just think he's always played well against Villa. Um, 
how many players play well against us now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, Rub agrees with you, Kev. We do need a strike, even if we keep Archer. Um, and then say Ethan says we have to have four homegrown minimum for Conference League. We only have two available. Um, so yeah, he's gonna have to stay, isn't he? Around and then that Maybe could be. I have to stay. Yeah, yeah. Michael now now agrees with everything that you're saying, mate. Uh, so <laughs> you're the new favourite, not Kev. Because yeah. he's big time. No one's asked me for a selfie yet. That's why. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Josh, Kev. You... Big, big boost to Phil now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Joshua says we need a striker, but who realistically can Villa get that's available? Come on, Joshua. We can get someone. We're asked to Villa. We got Pau Torres. John, Jonathan David. He's he's gone quiet. We could get someone, couldn't we? I'm not. Listen, I think there's a there's a point there that is to get a top 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 striker. How easy is it to get that if, if Watkins is going to be our, um, you know, our, our main main number nine? But I'd like to think Aston Villa could bring someone in, you know, with with, with the project that we've talked about. If you can attract Pau Torres away from Bayern Munich, then you can attract a, you know, maybe a younger striker who's got who's got a bit of a bit of a name already in the game to to, to come to us. What about the oh, what's his name? The guy I put it out there on, on Twitter a few weeks ago that's gone really quiet. Um, the guy who were after on a free for ages in More January. Pay. More pay. No. no, man. In January, we were after. Not Simon Rondon. The one from. No, no. no. Grant Holt. He, he'd be great. Grant Holt as well, yeah. Um, the one from Leon. Uh, Dembele. Dembele. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no one's gone with him at the minute. That's what I mean. That, that's Maybe, that says, Maybe that yeah. says something. Well, he does, he does, it says a lot that no one's going for him. I think Everton were potentially interested. Um, there you go. Look, yeah, the yeah. Guy from Leon. Um, yeah, like I just think part of me thinks as well. Like, I know Greg Evans got a lot of criticism, on, and I actually listened, I actually watched it as well. Like, he got, and I don't think he was too bad to be fair, but. Um, he, he's saying that Villa do have to be careful of like treading the line with FFP um, and like kind of how it's managed and potentially um, uh, and potentially make sure we sell someone to kind of make sure that money's coming back in. Um, but like Tielemans on a free, obviously great business. Kamara on a free, great business. Does he does he go for like a wide player and pay a transfer fee and then supplement that with a Moussa Dembele on a free? Mm-hmm. Ma, 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 I, I, look, I don't know the ins and outs of FFP. I, I listened to one person talk about it, and apparently we're absolutely fine because we, the Jack money, the Carnage Chip Romico money, Target. We haven't spent loads bringing in. You know, we've obviously got higher league position, quality for Europe, all that, all that kind of stuff, right? You know, better, better commercial deals. So I don't think we, we were in a position where we, we can go crazy. But if we can, if we've apparently got a, a transfer war chest, as they like to call it, of 150 to 200 million quid, then. I don't, I don't know, but where's Hulan? <laughs> Hulan would be a good one, I think. That, yeah, Benny McCarthy, that was the one, wasn't it? Always Benny McCarthy, Benny Benny McCarthy. good finisher. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know the internet's of FMP, I don't know, I don't know all the different considerations, but I don't, I don't think it should restrict us. However, that being said, if you spend big money on a few players, then potentially where we're at in our, in our progression, a couple of like that Mounier link, obviously, the, the Belgian guy plays Dortmund, yeah, you know. Someone like that, maybe, maybe as almost a, a slightly younger, more you know, better option of, of an Ashley Young type player, bit of experience, cheaper option, fills the squad up like a Chambers was, you know, like a like a Dendonka was. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we, we got a couple of cheaper options, but um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't I, like I said. I don't think our, our spending has stopped, you know, and the, and the way teams are negotiating deals, and you know, we're paying thirty million or thirty up up to thirty five million on on Ferran Torres, but we, I think we're spreading it over the the course of the four or five years. So that's how teams are doing it now. Um, so yeah, I don't think that the the money the money situation is bad, but I just think if we went in and got like a let's say we got a Brennan Johnson or a a Ferran Torres or whoever for upwards of 25 to between 25 and 40 million, then you could understand then them going for a, a, a Moussa Dembele um, on a, on a free. So, yeah. 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 I'm not moved already. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Quick. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk Watkins because there was a few people coming in commenting about Watkins. So um, obviously he's on holiday, family holiday at the moment. There was talk of him, I think, quite early on this season, or particularly when he was on the goal scoring run. Emery was saying that he wanted to discuss contract extension, but it's gone on now for quite a while. Um, are you are you are you getting a little bit concerned about the Ali Watkins not signing? No, I, I'm not. I'm a little bit concerned purely because, you know, he's um look, he's, he's apparently he's an Arsenal fan. I don't think he's going to go to Arsenal because of you know I don't think that. But if Kane goes to Bayern Munich, Spurs are going to need a striker. If Man United are not getting Kane, they're after a striker. Watkins has got good pedigree in the Premier League. I could just see him being someone that will be on someone else's wish list, and it's it's how much he's wedded to the Villa project and being the main man here versus trying it out in the Champions League with Man United. Or going to London, so I'm I I do think he'll sign a new deal, and I do think he'll stay. But I wouldn't, while it's still not signed, that I wouldn't be surprised if something happened. Um, I'm not worried at all because when it was when I first seen it, it was when it was like near the end of the season. But but he said he wanted to just focus on this run and in the end of the season and his holidays, which is fair enough. You know, because you, the last thing you want to be doing is talking contracts when you're on a good run with the team or even a bad run with the team. So he wanted to uh, just concern with the playing time they're on. And then when his holidays finished, he'll probably talk about all that crap. Like John McGinn did when the season was finished after his internationals, he pretty much got it done straight away before he went on holidays. Some people do it differently. You know, Watkins wants to wait maybe till after his holidays to, to do all that. And there's no issue. So I'm not concerned at all. I don't think there's, there's not even been anyone, any source around saying, oh, Man United are after Ollie Watkins and Arsenal's after Watkins or Spurs are going to be after Watkins. So I'm not concerned. It's the same with Emi Martinez. I know he's no contract extension at the minute, but only little shitty sources are saying, mm. oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah the, the only thing I heard about Watkins was, and, and, and again, this is so tenuous and it, it just wouldn't happen, is that Harry Kane goes to Bayern Munich and then they were kind of talking about, like, Watkins maybe maybe coming in, but, like, it'd be a hell of a downgrade to go from Kane to Watkins. No disrespect to Ollie Watkins at all, but, like, I think they would be going for, you know, they'd have, they'd have money in, in the bank to go for somebody else. Than, uh, yeah, than but they're Ollie really going to struggle, aren't they? They haven't even got European football. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, I, don't, true. I don't think, but I don't think Daniel Levy will come in for Ollie Watkins if Harry Kane goes because Daniel Levy is a tight arse. He won't be able to spend the money. No, no, he's Watkins. He's not in the last year of his contract, is it? This, this would no, be a the last two. Yeah, this would be kind of a reward for the 
the reward for the um, hard work that he's done. And yeah. look, he, if if McGinn signing an extended deal and, and on better terms, if Mings has done the same, you know, these lads have brought us, you know, have kept us in the, um, uh, you know, kept us in the Premier League, then pushed us on and pushed us on and pushed on, got us into Europe. He he deserves, like in his eyes, like we whether we whether we think it or not. But in his eyes, he deserves to be on the same money as, as those. But I think, you know, he's he's, he... I, I, I think he does because when he came in, we didn't exactly have a striker. We didn't because, unfortunately, Wesley got an ACL injury and he was still out for a long period of time. And then when we brought Ollie Watkins in this first season, he got 15 goals, we finished 11th. And that was just the difference between the year before with us scraping, staying up because we didn't have a striker, to getting a striker who scored his 15 goals and bang, we sit 11. The next season, I think he got 12. We, so we sit on double digits and we finish 14 because of poor management and everything else that was going on. Then Unai Emery comes in and he's completely revolutionised him that because Ollie Watkins normally would like to shift out wide and come back in. But Emery said, no, just stay in the middle. Exactly mm-hmm. what he done. And he got himself more goals. So imagine how many goals Ollie Watkins could have realistically got had we got Emery from the very beginning when we sacked Dean Smith. So, well, yeah, I think yeah, he's well, got every case. I think he's got all the arguments on his side to want better terms for himself and his family. I know players give out, God forbid, they're giving out about 100 grand a week. We would only love that, but it's the, it's the market, and that's just the way we have to look at it. But he's got every case. I really think he's got every case. If he wants better terms, I say give it to him. And if clubs can't come to an agreement, sell him. Otherwise, you lose him on a free in about two years' time. Yeah, I think we're in a good position, aren't we, Kev? Yeah, I think I think with a lot of our players, we've got we've got sensible contracts already sorted. We're not leaving it too late. We're not, you know, we're not left in a situation where, you know, look at Leicester this summer, the amount of players they had, which were, you know, that they basically had no choice but, but, but to sell them or you know to let them go. So um, yeah, I'm not I'm not over, I'm not overly worried because I do think he will sign, but there's just a little bit of a of a of a, of a possibility. Um, and, and, and hey, you know, like I said earlier, maybe if, if Abraham had come up, come on board, that would have been that because Watkins was going to go. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Who knows what's know. going on? All the machinations of football clubs, what goes on behind the scenes. It's, it's, yeah. it's like what you said in the group chat. You know, where we see things of people that are important, but normally they're two or three steps ahead. Could be that case. Yeah, and and look, it doesn't do it doesn't do Ollie Watkins any harm to have you know this taking a little bit more time. Um, you know, potentially other deals going on and other clubs maybe looking to make a move for him. Maybe gives him an extra 5k a week, 10k a week. Like it doesn't do these people, these players any harm, you know. And and also Ollie Watkins isn't doing any of the negotiation. It's, it's, it's his agent. agent that's doing it. So, yeah. you know, <coughs> you know it is what it is. But if we were to sell him, how much would you guys think he'd come in for? Like how much money would you get? 60, 70 million eight. Okay, which yeah, I, d- I don't think you're far off. I think, you know, 15 goals this season, uh, consistent goal scoring in the Premier League. Um, obviously, a lot. He, he, he's not just, not just goals, he's hard-working. He, he's, the, he's that kind of modern type of centre-forward that, that a lot of clubs like, and he's, he's involved in a lot of goals. So, you know, while he does miss a lot of chances, it's, it's still, he's still kind of got a good value. So, He's a good age yeah. as well. He's got a good attitude. He's, he's he, look how he's developed. He's obviously he take. He's a good learner. He listens to coaches. England international. Um, only behind Salah and uh, and Kane, obviously in terms of goals, Premier League. Obviously Haaland's blew more like the water in in one season. But you get my point. He's 
as much as he's had his ups and downs at Villa and obviously had a great second half of the season, he's as good as, as anyone else as an option out there. Tony's obviously, obviously got all his gambling stuff going on. Uh, Wilson's a bit older and, you know, obviously has had an injury record in the past. I think Watkins is as good as anybody you're going to get if you're looking to to get an established Premier League striker. Who else mm-hmm. you yeah, agreed, agreed. But like, I think also Watkins is probably excited to, as to the fact that look at what Emery, Unai Emery said to him and just a little tweak to his game has brought him like so many. I think he got, he had like two goals before Emery came in and then he's got another 13 after he's, after yeah. he's just said, look, just do this. I'll make you a better striker. So there's a lot of cards that we can hold as well. Um, Got to go through comments, lad. So um, Michael says, I'm not concerned about Watkins as I believe he is settled. A lot of comments on, on Dini's wages. Um, uh, Cece said, but, but if a club came in with big money, sell or keep. Um, I think we've, we've kind of gone gone over that. I think uh, I don't think we're too worried. Um, Nigel just said, who was Watkins asking to call him after he scored in the final day celebration? No international selection and he wants to go. So Nigel's, Nigel's convinced. Um, Dale's in the house. Hello, Dale. Great to have you on board, mate. John says, what team would make Watkins their number one striker and challenge for top six? That's that, that, that's the thing. I think he's in a good place with Villa. Um, yeah. Michael says, been looking up at the shirt that Watkins, Cash and Mings have been wearing as he likes it. It costs 420 quid. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be cheap. Um, and I don't think they're sharing that's it between fine. the three of them as well. No, the, ban- the banter they've got as well. I did not even got any of them on social media. The banter's really good. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you like, Watkins is wearing a new shirt tonight out with like, meal me- me with his other half. And they're like, are you going to be buying this one next time, you lads? <laughs> funny, funny. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian says, LaCelso, Ardegula, Ferran Torres, Mooney, and the new goalkeeper job done. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Imagine if it was that easy. Oh, yeah. Great point for, from Rub. Zaha. 100%. I'd take him all day long. All day long. Mate, amazing. I know he, I know he's had a lot of grief at Villa, but I really do think we would take him to heart. We would take him to, like, you know, yeah. it's kind of that love-hate. But, like, as soon as he's playing for you, you'd be like, this is our man now. Like... And well, he's a guaranteed goals. I know, I know you. I know you're a secret Ch- uh, Crystal Palace fan as well, Martin. But come on, you've got to look. Martin's you know, annoyed. Like... Martin doesn't want to want to weaken Palace's team. <laughs> yeah. That's why Martin's not happy with it. Martin's pulling a face there because he's worried about his beloved Palace losing their star man. Not because he wants to... <laughs> he's in a real. It's like a situation where if like if your son and your daughter played each other in like in a in a sports final. Yeah. We all know I'm a closeted Crystal Palace fan. There's no secret, right? You're not closeted. You're, you're out and proud. <laughs> yeah, true. It's <laughs> like a little bit. But, but, because, but because I watched him, Zaha was a bit like John McGinn when Jared was around. He's either in the game or he's not. It's an inconsistency. And I think Crystal Palace are offering him 200 grand a week. Now, I know he'd be worth that to Crystal Palace because of the, the way that he plays and how much he means to the club. I think he bought a football club called Croydon something. But I think what is happening now with his agent, right, Chris Palace are off in 200 grand. See if you can go to another Premier League club who can match that. And with all due respect, I think Saha is a great player. I do. At the same time, he's fairly inconsistent. But to, to go and pay him 200 grand a week at his age, I'm not having it. I, th- I really yeah. He had an injury hit season last year, didn't he? No, yeah. we offered two hundred grand a week with Jack Grealish because we wanted him to stay. Yeah, he got. He got, he got, that, he got we, we, Adam, we we wouldn't. 
we wouldn't be offering players two hundred grand a week unless we were in the Champions League and winning the leagues. See, season twenty one, twenty two, season four last, he got fifteen goals. Yeah, yeah, it was a season yeah. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he'd be thirty one in November. You're all right. He's been offered a big bumper cover by Palace. He obviously loves Palace. He left there when he was young. Didn't work out Man United. I feel he's got a, he's got a, got a move in him. Whether he, whether that move is he's been linked with PSG as well. Whether that move is to a Champions League club, probably. But I I think he's got the Premier League pedigree that I think if you could get him, you'd get a, you'd you'd get a real boost to your team if he stayed in the championship. But you know what's funny though, right? <laughs> Someone had made a fake Saha account for saying that he's leaving, doing whatever, and. And I, you've probably seen it, Rich, because it was in the you know the Brush United Council yeah. page. Yeah, yeah. Did, did someone put it up and she oh, this has to be fake, this has to be fake. And then she realised it was fake and we were all laughing at her. <laughs> it was just brilliant. But do I take Saha personally? Uh, Kevin, I think you touched on it there. I don't want him to come to us because I want him to stay at Palace. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, there we go. <laughs> um... Just just before we finish off and just go through people's questions as well, I do want to say like we've got over well over a hundred, 116 people watching. I think we've hit like over 120 at one point. So it's absolutely right. phenomenal uh, this the show tonight and so many comments coming in. If you haven't already though, please hit that like button. Um, it really helps spread the word of the channel. We're on the road to 2K. I think we are just uh, just over 100 subscribers now away from 2K. So you'd be doing us a huge favor if you do hit that subscribe button. And if you do want to become a, a member of, of the Villa Park Pod, uh, podcast for just $1.99 a month, and we are doing a special prop members prize draw in the next couple of weeks to win these fantastic um, beer mats from Aston Brewing Company, then please do click the link that is pinned at the top of the chat and uh, follow the instructions to become an official Villa Park pod follower. Um, lads, we um, we had news today. Obviously, England under-21s won and got through to the semi-finals of the uh, European under-21 championship. But sad scenes at the end of the game. Um, Jacob Ramsey hobbling off on crutches. Yeah, I saw I mean, that. What a blow, lads. What a blow. I saw that. I saw that. Um that's not good news, is it? Um, really, really keep, you know, it looks like if he's on crutches, I think he's done for the tournament now, which is a real shame for him. Um, real, real shame for him. Um, but pff, you know what? Like, we've just got to pray. We, you've got Moreno injured, won't be fit for the start of the season. If Ramsey's not fit for the start of the season, then there's probably our two most dynamic players that are out. And they are the two players that are on the front foot, taking the ball forward. So, yeah, look, you need a squad, don't you? We keep talking about that. And, and maybe that will mean that we'll go into the transfer market for, for someone else. This is the first I've heard of this now because I was on the plane when the game was on. So You were probably, back, getting, yeah. probably getting a selfie with someone the moment he was getting clapped. <laughs> I'll just have a look to see if... Basically, I think um, the manager... Uh, what was the manager? It's Lee Carsley. He's, um, he's said that they're going to have a scan uh, or they're going to look at it. It's, it's a bit numb. And there's a bit of soreness. Um, now, look, most players do, you know, go on the crutches and they wear those protective boots straight away, you know, um, uh, as 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 a CC said there, a preventative measure. Sorry, Kevin, I know you pressed that. They, def they definitely do that. So it could be just, a, you know, a, a, a not playing for the rest of the tournament um, and um, and just, you know, a couple of weeks rest and he, and he should be all right. I'm, I'm sure that... I think Villa are back in pre-season this week. 
So I don't. Obviously, he's not going to be. He's going to be given longer to to um, recover. So yeah. So it's just it's just one of those that you don't want that 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 kind of niggling around, do you? No. Um, so it's just not good. It's, not it's good. funny how it's funny how it's an Irishman making the English play better. Hey, uh, really <laughs> <laughs> but really yeah, up. I mean it's it's one of those. It's one of those, isn't it? Tielemans, we got Tielemans into cover. Is it Robbie Lee? Nice for Birmingham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Irish. Um, I mean, he's, he's as Irish as me. I'm a Brummie. I'm Irish, aren't I? You know, because me ma, he ma's from Cork. Yeah, getting me passport soon, so I am. But yeah, no, he's, um, <laughs> you have to work on the accent. Though. Dale Dale seems to think Goncalves is incoming. Come on, Goncalves, yeah. please. What does yeah. Dale know something we don't know? Is that just wishful thinking? Dale's probably in must, the must be wishful thinking. Um, I did want to go through one or two last questions. Um Matt C asked to, right at the start of the, the show before we actually start. Any chance we get kicked out of Europe? Not now. We've not now. We've reduced the stake in Victoria Club. Um, I think that was the one thing. Um, I mean, we, I don't think we've really considered this, but I think obviously they they're in the Conference League. We're in the Conference League, so you're not allowed to do that. So I don't know whether that's a temporary measure until we obviously we become so big time to get Europa League or, or Champions League, and then they'll increase the stake again. But it seemed like out of nowhere. We reduced stake in that club, and everyone was like, "All oh, right, what's that mean now for the owners? Are they pulling out on everything?" Clearly, the rumours start swirling, but I do, I do genuinely think it's because of um, the, the European Conference League thing. So, no, I don't, yeah. I don't see any reason why we'll be kicked out of Europe. No. I expect to see Brighton doing the same with whatever club that they they've got. Yeah, um, they've got. And Gary said, "Are we seeded yet?" Well, it's not official yet, but I think Juventus are going to be suspended from European competition for a season. That's kind of done though, hasn't it? That, that, yeah, I, I think it was just because they haven't had the actual meeting yet to confirm it. Um, right. But I think it will happen, and then Fiorentina will come in below us, which is really weird. Um, it's because they're not this final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you just think getting to the final would be like would would still give them. A better coefficient, but look, it is what it is. Um, knowing our luck, we'll draw them in that playoff round. But I, d- I do think there's other kind of like permutations that stops like a you know a Villa from hit meeting a Fiorentina. Like I think they like even mess up, do something with the seeded and unseeded pots and there's stuff. There's potential, so. potential of Aston Villa meeting Shamrock Rovers. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. That'd be absolutely uh, brilliant. It would be brilliant, but I'd be slightly torn by it. Yeah, because I support the two clubs. What would happen, yeah. Martin? What would happen, Martin, if they invented a new type of football match where Crystal Palace, Shamrock Rovers, and Aston Villa all played in a three-way? What would you do there? What would happen then, Martin? I played the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we find out. I think I think there's actually conference Europa Conference League ties this coming week, or maybe the week after next. Um, I think the first seventh of August, isn't it? No, no, no. But there's, there's the first, the actual first, the, yeah, the draw for the playoff round is the seventh of August. But oh, the first, first, quali- the first qualifying yeah. rounds are in the next couple of yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people saying that. Rachel saying the fear is uh, rapid Vienna. Um, <laughs> oh someone there's reports. AVFC US is saying that Amy Martinez wants to go to Man United. Reported by Tim Vickery on Talksport. Oh, they go away. They, they mm, Don't know about that. Uh, uh okay boys i think i think that's about it to be honest um 
Gary just asked a question and we'll probably finish on this. Okay. Do we think we've had the best start to the transfer window? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, up up there. We we announced it with the same day as the Champions League final, Telemans was coming. We couldn't officially put him in Aston with a shirt or anything to do with it until July 1st because he was still contracted with Leicester. Then now we've gone and got Pau Torres and he's going to come in after his honeymoon. I think we've had the best start. Us and Liverpool are on par with each other. Well, yeah, I was got, just about to say Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. They've got two decent midfielders in McAllister and I'm not even pronouncing your man's name. Slubber's lie. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, forget Arsenal as well. They've got, they've obviously got um, Carter and West, right. Ham, West Ham have stopped selling shirts with rice on the back. So that that says all you need to know. So they've basically got rice and, and Havertz. I think Kai Havertz is a, is a risk at 65 mil. That's a, I, he flatters to deceive for me. Well, here's, here's he really does. Is he better than Jesus? Is he better than Odegaard? Is he better than Saka? Is he better than Martinelli? Yeah. I don't even know if he's better than um, the the young lad, uh, the under-21 lad. No, no. Midfielder. Uh, Smith Rowe. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I think Smith Rowe still. Spurs have signed Kulisevsky in, uh, on a on a on a perm deal. Pedro Porro on a perm deal. They've signed James Madison. Yeah, they've done all right. That's not too yeah. bad as well, is it? Yeah. But are yeah. they secretly spending the Harry Kane money like we were supposedly secretly spending the Jack Grealish money? This is the thing with the transfer window, isn't it? We talk about who's at the best <laughs> window. If if you lose a Martinez Villa, then it's all gone. Or a Watkins, it's all gone tits up. Spurs can bring all these players in. All of a sudden, Harry Kane, rug pull. See you later. We had a terrible transfer window. Yeah, exactly. No, but I agree with you, boys. We've, we've, it's been good. It's been really good so far. We've definitely up there. Obviously, Munchie's coming in as well, which will hopefully bring in more players and, and more kind of uh, professional scouting systems. Um, we'll get one or two out as well for money. I think we need to get money in. Like I say, we need saleable assets. But yeah, hopefully, Pau Torres in this week. I think he'll be confirmed, like I say, Wednesday or Thursday. And then one or two others before the first friendly of the season. Lads, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on for a live show. It's, uh, if, like I said, it felt like ages since we've done a, did one. Um, over 100 people watching, over 120 people watching at one point is phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of your comments. Thank Thanks you for everyone. tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button. Help us on the road to 2K. Um, we'll be back in the week with various... Uh, shows, whether there's news roundups, whether it's transfer rounds, whether it's live shows. So please look out on the channel, keep your notifications turned on. But as uh, for now, it's goodbye. And as always, remember, we all follow the villa. Thanks, everyone. Take care.